0: to the Ramon Foster Show, brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they're open all the time, and all the time they're serving hot, fresh food. Like, legit, like, fresh... <laughs> Food. And like, we're not talking about like hot dogs on the spinning thing, you know? Roll dogs, roll dogs. Is, is, it, that, is that what they're called? I've never I heard that.
1: I, I, we should probably start calling them roll dogs, you Just man. made that up. Yeah, TM
0: Ramon Foster. Yeah, get you a roll dog. There we go. Ramon, happy Thursday to you. It's the second full day of hey. the Steelers training camp in La Trobe. And some patterns are starting to take place. Yeah, a little bit of news has materialized. Most everybody's keeping an eye on the quarterbacks. And I got to tell you, the biggest impression that was made on me over these first two, three days, yeah, has been something that's so embarrassing to admit. But I want, I want oh, to wow. get your view on this, as someone who covers sports and has covered sports his whole life and who's been down on sidelines and everything else. <laughs> uh, the other day, it was. Uh, Anthony Miller?
1: Anthony Miller. It's the guy you brought up to me the other day. You sure did. Caught a, caught a pass.
0: No, no, didn't catch a pass. He ran a route. Yeah. I told you this whole story. Yeah. He, ran, he ran a route. He knew it was a throwaway route. He right. knew he was never going to be the intended target. And he comes over. He peels away on that route toward the sideline in our direction. And as he comes past, I hear him audibly yeah. going, <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> okay, now, the first thing someone's going to think about when they hear me doing this is like, I'm making fun of Anthony Miller. or these out of shape? Like, yeah. No. 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 This just reminded me in the most powerful way how hard this is <laughs> because we never hear these yeah. sounds. Yeah. You hear them as a player. Yeah. You know how hard everyone's going. We never hear them, not on TV, certainly not in person. Wow. DK, it is it is it is a beautiful process, man, because
1: you said, of course. He's running that route at 100 miles per hour just because he is auditioning for a job. This is an interview process for him every single day. But not just that, though, DK. When you brought that up to me, I laughed and chuckled because year in and year out, that's not saying, like you said, to Anthony Miller's purpose, he's out of shape. No, this is the beginning phase of camp. I will say that. No matter how much you've ran, you're going to be out of breath. And I, I told you the story. I said, DeCastro started writing it down in our camp notebook. The first three or four days of practice, you're going to be dog tired. Remember that. Remember it the next year. And remember it the year after that. Because there is no <laughs> real way in, 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 in that you can get into football shape. Like, guys can run fast and run. Uh, most impressive guy I've ever seen that didn't look like they were tired, but I knew they were, was Cam Sutton. He just breezes through, but then you throw you throw some weight on him, meaning the shoulder pads, the cleats, and the knee pads and the gloves and the sweat weight, too. And you realize like you're exerting a lot of friggin' energy to go at hundred miles per hour. And it's about three, four days, maybe a week, to where you're like, okay, I know how to pace myself. I know when to you know pick my spots as far as going hundred miles per hour. But it's crazy, DK. Cause the ball didn't even come his way. It didn't even they didn't even look at him, you know?
0: No, but they are looking at him. And that's they the are. point. Yes. And, and and it's not even just the coaches that mm-hmm. are right there on the field. There's somebody way up high in that thing, yeah, you know, behind man. the goalposts who's recording everything. And now, unlike the past, the Steelers have multiple cameras. Yeah. Uh, shooting everything in all directions. Yeah. So nothing gets missed.
1: No, and, and you're right about that. You may miss that as a coach in the moment, but literally the, the old phrase, the eye in the sky doesn't lie, okay? If you're just simply not giving it your all on the plate, they see that. And I'll just bring up this fact too, like him going that fast on a plate that wasn't going his direction, guess what? He might end up getting that two days later in practice because of the way he ran that route and had that DB uh, beat in those instances. So it's a matter of, Believing that it's eventually going to come your way because the film actually matters. And that is the beautiful component of camp. And it just is you, you don't think nobody's watching DK or it's all for nothing. And you know that it is. And I'll say this, too. I appreciate you having appreciation of those moments. It's like, man, this dude is dog tired right now. And guess well, what? It, another rep.
0: Yeah, and, it's, and to, to point out another thing here, it's not just the coaches. It's yeah. not just about coaches' accountability. Do you know who else notices if his receiver came open and he didn't get the ball? The quarterback. Yes, indeed. And if the quarterback sees you doing that, on film, on a consistent basis, Mm -hmm. because you can't expect him to see that on the field. Uh, In this particular play, by the way, the pass ended up going to the left side, and Anthony Miller went way over to the right. I mean, unless you have, like, you know... Is it flies that can see the whole way around? Yeah.
1: <laughs> but but this is also the other part of it, too. Sometimes that's just a one-route uh, concept for guys. Like, you're supposed to clear it out, and then you find the guy open on the other side of the field. So that is a part of it, too, is can you sell this to pull the safety or pull the corner or linebacker to the other side of the field? There are plays that are like this, and I'll say this, too. I don't know who the primary receiver was that they were going to, but that's the way guys become number ones. You know, those type of things that – you, you got a guy that is honestly a great decoy as far as the way he runs this route. You hear people speak about the route crispness, crispness and how they can, you know, affect defenses to make you look at them. That right there is a very valuable tool to have, DK. And the, the other part of it is if he was showing his speed on that play, Anthony Miller, then you realize, well, look, guys, this guy's burning it down the field. We got to find a way to get to him. Or honestly, you can go to the quarterback. Hey, man, look, catch me on the next route. Like that's what those plays are for. Is, hey, catch me on the next route next, the next time we run that play.
0: But the, the main emphasis here uh, on yeah. my end, and I, I can't make it strongly enough is how hard it is oh, hard because campus. it just it looks like when you're watching it again, I'm going to say this again when you're watching it on TV and you just see guys doing this, <laughs> but you don't hear that sound that it feels like you're mm-hmm. watching a video game. Yeah. You know, you brought and, that and, up. Yes. And it's and not it, a it, video game. Mm-mm. These are it, humans out there and they are trying very, very well. Anthony Miller was trying very, very hard.
1: Well, to, to almost every person will at some point because you want to make the team. And, and it's, that's why guys take it so personal. I'll be honest, when we're doing what we're doing, DK, sometimes critiquing, sometimes analyzing and criticizing guys. Well, you don't know what happened on that player. That wasn't my responsibility. Your reaction to what he had going on, it, it, it really it honestly raised my respect value for you even more because it is the appreciation of the process that they're not just minions doing a deed. No, they're actually trying
0: to make it happen and, it's hard friggin' work. When we come back on the Ramon Foster Show, another wide receiver who's also trying to make it happen. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. I, you know, everybody's talking about George Pickens and Calvin Austin <laughs> in Latrobe. I got to tell you another guy that I've kind of liked out there, and it's okay to say good things about him, too. Mm-hmm. It's Chase mm-hmm. Claypool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, he had... I wouldn't call it a drop, but it was funny. He had a drop on his like the first pass that Mitch Trubisky sent his way in the first practice, yeah. and some wise guy out in the in the crowd <laughs> yells out, "Already!" By the way, it was the same guy because I recognize the voice. It was the same guy who who made the comment about putting. Uh, put picket in already. Put picket in. Yeah. So uh, I um, wonder
1: if it's the same guy that used to just act the fool in the crowd while now I was playing. Short ball be. guy.
0: I didn't I, turn around and look. Ah, uh, I
1: used to love to identify him in the crowd. DK's like, who who the hell is this yelling so loud? Yeah, I used to do that. But he's right
0: though. right in the middle of the section. So <laughs> so his voice boomed through everywhere and everyone could hear it. But anyway, yeah. but then Chase made some plays. Yeah, and, and he looked determined and he looked like he was um, focused on keeping his feet. You know, oh. it's funny. I put onto our, our live file on DK Pittsburgh sports. We're doing a live file from every one of these uh, camp sessions. And I put on there that Chase had, you know, gone up, and come down to the football and like the next 10 comments under it or something like, a, oh, did he fall down right after that? Or did Aww. he stumble or whatever? And it's like, oh, no, but that's but that's fair.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a big That's,
0: athlete, man.
1: He's got to control his body. He really does. And I say big because he's just a tall wide receiver. What is he like? Six, three ish DK six, four, six, four, six, four. Yeah. And, and he's not like a, a rail bone. He's a he's a thicker guy, too, at that position. And so, yeah, that matters a lot. The fact that you pointed out that he's actively working on that. Uh, when when you just said this a second ago about, look, it's okay to actually, you know, give uh, praise to a guy that's been there, that's working through something that may not be where he wants to be as a pro just yet. But on the other side of this, DK, if I can play devil's advocate, for him not to be getting that love early on simply because we're excited about George Pickens, Calvin Austin, wondering what Deontay is going to do. If he is absolutely right-minded, he take this what he'll call in his mind because this is what athletes do. Oh, they're disrespecting me. They forgot who I was. We're probably going to get the better version of him because yeah. of that type of stuff. Yeah, shut him up. Yeah, sh- shut him up. I tell <laughs> it's it's, it's funny all the time. I'll tell people, like, I find, like, the smallest, you know, the smallest little article or comment or the, the way people perceived me to be, and I just use it. I, I'm talking about not in a personal way against those people, but, oh, you don't think I can do this? And, and that has to be where Chase Claypool is right now. Nothing wrong with psyching yourself out to be greater
0: than you actually are. Yeah, you can do that, and you can also – You can also emphasize positive things. I'm going to read you a quote from Chase the other day. This was before that first practice. He said, I just think compared to what I've done in prior years in terms of prep, studying film, it's 10 times more than what I've done. I was pretty naive in the past to think I could repeat success without preparation. I've really taken that preparation to the next step. Um, I'm going to repeat for you, oh, That was Chase Claypool. Wow. Now, you'll notice that the only time anybody in that one went national that any talks about what it is that Chase says, it's when he says, I'm one of the top three wide receivers in the yep. NFL. Whoa! Yeah. And there was no other news in the league that day, so it goes completely berserk everywhere. Okay. And look, he has to think that. He should think yeah, that. He's a second-round pick, uh, and he's young. Uh, yeah. for a draft pick he has he has all kinds of ceiling but moan this this came yeah. unsolicited yeah what i just nah, read you there
1: that's a beautiful thing man because what do i always tell you like the athletic ability aspect is probably about 12 other guys that have Chase Claypool type athletic ability. But the separator from the guys that are just okay in the league and guys or guys that are respected highly amongst our peers is how they study film. You know, truthfully, to reference another guy, that's the reason people started bashing Kyler Murray. They got to put in study clauses for him because why he didn't watch film? Because coaches know, look, the tape don't lie. How do I get better if I don't scrutinize myself on film? If I don't break down my uh opponents, if I don't absolutely know what's next on place, I praise Troy Palomalo man to the moon and back because the rate in which he watched film DK is how we as fans and that as my teammate made those crazy miraculous plays. It's because he it wasn't it wasn't all instinct.
0: Okay. Okay. You know, I actually just happened to run across one of those. Over the past weekend, one of those crazy where he shoots through the line of scrimmage, not over, not over, the over is athleticism, the through, the through is pure film, it's, it's film, and it's during the game, an awareness, awareness of cadence, he knows, he knows what and when (laughs) the quarterback is calling, and he starts I don't want to change the subject here, but it's just no! so great. We'll end it with Chase. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, though. Yeah. So he he starts back like he starts building up his momentum like six seven yards with off the, hair the line flowing. of scrimmage, with the hair and the flowing. hair's out, and the hair's out everywhere, and and you know that all these offensive linemen like the Ramon Foster types are down there at the line of scrimmage with their eyes bugging out of their mess, saying to their quarterback, "Hey." Hey, he's coming. (laughs) Yeah. And the quarterback's just back there going through the usual cadence. Doesn't know what's going on. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. It took everything in Troy's power to not murder this quarterback he was actually a gentleman about how he took him down if you
1: see him I know exactly if you see him it's almost like I got you I own you and you really disrespecting me like this so I'll just lay you on the ground I'm
0: just going to set you down nicely here and then I'm going to tuck (laughs) you in after that And and for your
1: friends up front, if they don't respect me like this again, it's going to happen again. Okay, like
0: so (laughs) much of this beautiful sport is about the film. It is excelling is 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 so heavily invested in the film, isn't it?
1: So to have Chase make that type of comment unsolicited that way, uh, it lets you know that. You probably say, well, you should have taken it serious from the beginning. But it lets you know that he realizes I'm going to be who the heck I want to be. I need to dive in and be a student of the game. So I'm hoping with the addition of Pickens, with Calvin, with Deontay still being there. And honestly, with the idea that Friar role is going to get a little bit bigger, D.K., then, no then maybe he needed to grow in that world of film study. So
0: good no question about that when we come back the only segment that matters welcome back to the ramon foster show time for the only segment that matters that's the hey moan segment we're gonna do two international entries because that's just how big moan's getting right now you know (laughs) It's, it's 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 becoming that
1: I was with you until you went that route, man.
0: Is this is really what we're doing now. Huh? Okay, international moan, international DK. Here we go. The <laughs> Norseman asks, "Hey Moan, I know you also had knee issues in the later part of your career. Uh, is your injury anything like what Tyson Alualu has now? And and should we, as a nation, be worried about him? And and just to throw in here, there have been no specifics yeah. given." And yeah. knees are funny things, right, Moan? Yeah, they are, man. Uh, by the oh, way, did I you. say that Did I say that he was from South Africa? Did I do yes, that? Yes, you did. You did uh, just check he, Absolutely. He even put a little South African flag there. That's nice.
1: <laughs> thank you for checking in with us, number one. It's still a nation I can tell is around the world. But uh, the knees are interesting because you can work with it and around it and for it, too, man. Uh, I'll say this. Gary Gima and Marcel Pastore. Okay, and I will not forget the uh, training staff, John Norwich, Sonia, uh, uh, Dino, just uh, just everybody in there, man, are phenomenal with the care of the guys. Davion cannot forget him either, and uh, I know they got a bunch of uh, interns in the office too. But specifically in the weight room as far as strength around the knee, listen to me now. Coach Garrett Gima is phenomenal in, re- in like recovery of knee and like major injuries like that. He, he I'm talking about he he dogged me. He worked me. He got me all the way right as far as like getting my knee to fire, making sure that my VMOs was together, making sure that my core was good, making sure that my hamstrings and quads were
0: firing because uh, Go ahead. Let me, let, I I just want to let everyone have the context here. This was this was in the 2019 season. You, you want to know? No, no. 2018, No, 2018 season. Okay. You want to hear something interesting? And I watched Moan get carted off Chuck Knoll Field, and everyone's thinking, everyone, including My you. My career was done. You're done. You want to hear what's interesting and about it, and this? And it was a sad, legitimately sad sight. Today is that actual day. Oh, Today How do you remember stuff like that. No, do do I that?
1: didn't remember, man. Uh Aaron, uh, she's from Tennessee. She's a huge Steeler fan, man. I know, she I was, know her. She watches yeah, too. Yeah, she watches. She was on uh my, my Nashville show chat today and said, Ramon, this day three, four years ago, you were on the field. And I, so that's the only reason I remember. Thank you, Steeler Nation, for all of that. But I thought I was done, okay? And I actually made it back for first game of the season.
0: And 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 there was Moan sitting in the back of that locker room in Cleveland. <gasps> That way in the back corner hey, for some reason, yeah. And I come back there, and you're getting undressed, and whatever. And I hadn't spoken to you since since earlier in the week, yeah, yeah. And you and you look up at me, and you go, "I told you, I told you, I told you,
1: <laughs> I did." But that's because of the staff we had, man. And and again, Coach Gary Guimon was punching my VMO. If you don't know, it's the knee, a ball, and around it's those muscles around your knee that helps stabilize and fire and take, honestly, the stress away from those type of hard knee injuries. And with Tyson's situation, I don't even know exactly specifically what it is because I'm not in that locker room with him. But I guarantee you, if you look at his quads, I bet you they pop. And that's because I know I know for a fact that uh, Coach Guimon is going to make sure that he is fully correct when, by the time he gets out there and start playing in games. So I don't worry about that too much as far as Tyson goes. He will probably get his days off. He's going to make sure that he's on top of his rehab and just on top of his strength and conditioning too. So uh, he's in good hands and I don't worry as much about a veteran guy like Tyson. Yeah,
0: it's about the supporting cast. Anybody will it tell is. you in any kind of rehab and by that we're not talking about the people. We're talking about the muscles around your knee you kept referencing Uh it Uh, the same is true the same is true of most injuries where what the rehab is focused on is not that actual thing no it's 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 letting the rest of your body help Mm -hmm. it manage through and that's what ended up happening with you And and i and ideally it'll happen with with lu I don't hear it anybody will. saying it sounds real serious, by the way. No, nah, and it'll probably end up being, uh, it'll
1: be the small muscles that he's going to work on. He's yeah. a tank already as far as mm. it's, it's his muscles, uh, but it'll be the small muscles that Coach Gimon and and John Norwig and his staff are going to make sure they focus on and Also, the core, like I said, his abs. I know he's a bigger dude. He doesn't have the six-pack, but I promise you there are some abs underneath all of that, okay?
0: Exactly. I promised a second international entry and we're going to go to Matt Hanford over over in England, uh, he says, "Hey, Moan, as a British fan, if I were only able to come over to Pittsburgh once, which would you recommend for the best fan experience? A week in Pittsburgh for a regular season game, or a week in Latrobe for training camp?"
1: God, well, for you coming over one time, you, and you mentioning that, I think training camp because you're going to get the same experience for a week. As far as you coming in for a game, yes, you're going to be able to, you know, see guys and, and and at the game. But as far as that up close just day to day you're gonna see them at least four days out of the week depending on when the break schedule is for those guys so i'd say training camp if you're flying over for something like that but if i can be real honest with you a monday night a sunday night against baltimore and pittsburgh pennsylvania at Acrosure
0: stadium whoo (laughs) <laughs> you can't recreate that. Oh, I, you can. I feel obligated to shout out to Matt that I'll actually be in London next week. Hey. So I will just I, I can ask Matt the same thing, except I, I kind of been there a few times and really love the place. And there's you, a
1: really good Steeler bar there, too. I saw that when and, we played over
0: there. And I'm speaking currently with the Steelers ambassador when, when they were over in London in 2013. Carried himself with proper distinction as well, did he not? All right, Sir Foster, let's do another one of these tomorrow. Sir Foster? Sir Foster. I like it, I like it.